0: And welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. I'm Jackson. Jackson, are both of our voices gone?
1: Yes, I feel like shit.
0: What the fuck happened? I feel like shit too.
1: Well, I was yelling all day yesterday at my soccer games and you, God knows what happened to you.
0: <laughs> I was also yelling at my soccer <laughs> games, but I was yelling because Liverpool made sure that Arsenal is not in the Champions League and we... Oh, okay. We, Liverpool, are in the Champions League.
1: Well, it won't last too long. Don't worry.
0: You want to put some money on that?
1: <laughs> I don't have money to put on that. Damn
0: it. Me neither. <laughs> you know what? You are correct, Jackson. I spend my money on alcohol.
1: Oh, shit. That's a better investment.
0: Yeah. It's been a full three days of drinking.
1: Damn.
0: But that happens I mean, sometimes.
1: It happens. It does.
0: It's a strange day. We have like no news to talk about. But we have a bunch of songs to talk about. we got a bunch of stuff that we should go over. It might be a weird episode, but I think we should get started.
1: Let's do it, man.
0: Jackson. It is news time, and really, we only have one thing to talk about, and it's a sad story, and it's kind of a shame that we have to go through this, but we really should. So why don't you take it away?
1: Soundgarden singer Chris Cornell, also singer of Audio Slave, just recently passed away at only 52 years old, and it is a really, really big hit to the music scene.
0: So what did you think when you first saw that come out? Like, How big of a fan of Chris Cornell are you?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. When I first heard the name, I didn't know the name. What? Like honestly, yeah, because I didn't know them like that. But I'm a huge fan, or well, I was a huge fan of Audio Slave and Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the bands that, like you know my dad would listen to and stuff like that. <laughs> sure. So like I knew the music, but I didn't know the singer of the band or anything. So when I looked up the name, I saw Soundgarden, Audio Slave, and I was like, oh fuck, that is man and then i just spent like the whole day just listening to soundgarden and audio slave songs just listening to the albums on repeat
0: i guess i never stopped listening to soundgarden or audio slave i think unfortunately that's kind of what facebook has become is a way to know who dies and then when someone <laughs> dies especially if they're a musician then people start listening to them again and it's right. a weird kind of dynamic but one of my old bands used to cover audio slave So it's one of the things that I always remember. I think Chris Cornell has or had, I guess, unfortunately, is an amazing voice. It was always raw. He could hold certain notes more than a lot of people could. And it just worked really, really well. Soundgarden was around since like, 1984. It's really ridiculous that they were able to last that long. And then, obviously, the success of Audio Slave, which is kind of unheard of to go into a super group and still do as well as they did. I was lucky enough not only to see Soundgarden Live, but also Audio Slave a bunch of times too. It fucking sucks, man. It really does to lose such an amazing vocal talent in the scene. And it's hard to tell what happened as well. There are lots of conflicting reports. Right now they're saying that he committed suicide and that's alleged because I don't think anything's been completely proven, but I guess he was found with a, like an exercise band around his neck and like blood coming out of his mouth. And he had just done a concert as well. It's just kind of crazy. Maybe drugs were part of it. Maybe not. They haven't really confirmed everything yet, but they are saying that it's probably a suicide and that just sucks because he has a family family. It's just it's a loss for everyone who he touched through music.
1: You know, that's actually what I was going to ask you about, because every time I would see the, you know, something reporting it, I never really said what was the cause of death. So you telling me this now is the first time I've actually heard that. And that just makes it even worse, to be honest with you.
0: It was like a day after that they started to say that it's being investigated as a suicide.
1: Mm, Damn.
0: So here's the deal. I don't know if that's true. It's really hard with suicide a lot of times because there are plenty of ways to get help, but sometimes you just can't do it. And the question is, is suicide a good answer? And most of the time people say no. But if you're in so much pain and you don't believe that there's anything after this life, then that is why it is considered an answer to that question. You know what I mean?
1: I don't think it's ever an answer.
0: I know you don't. Even if
1: you don't believe. No, no. Like Even if you don't believe. And anything after like completely take that out of the picture I think whatever pain you're going through whatever it is you're going through like I don't care how much pain it is when you kill yourself that pain never goes away it transfers to the people around you that you love and that love you so that they have to deal with the pain as well and sometimes for them it's even worse than you don't know the cause that you have on someone else's life because of your decision that's the way I look at it. Like that family that you're talking about that he has. Now they're all suffering because he was suffering so much that he offed himself. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, maybe. And you can say it suicide is a very selfish thing to do. But it also takes away that pain for that person. So sure, the pain transfers to someone else. But that's not what they're thinking about. Because they're in so much pain, they don't care. You know what I mean? It just doesn't matter to them anymore.
1: Right. And just the whole fact of not caring. I think whenever you don't care about something, that's when you make, in my eyes, a wrong decision. And to me, killing yourself is always the wrong choice
0: to me. No, no, I I completely understand. Yeah, I think it's something that people have to really think out. And I think it's something that's very important to talk about. It's also important to get help if you have those feelings, you know, to see what can actually be done. And there are plenty, I don't have them off the top of my head, but there are plenty of places that you can talk to for depression and suicidal thoughts. Recommend that if people are having those type of thoughts and those feelings, that you do talk to someone, if that's possible, because it might help.
1: Yep, it's very true. And there's always hotlines and websites and forums. I mean... There's plenty of stuff, and I know it sounds stupid, but I mean just sometimes just the smallest little piece of somebody reaching out is all it takes I mean, and it really is true,
0: and I know that Jackson and I are very tired after a crazy weekend, but hopefully us talking is at least something. you know what I mean,
1: yeah, very true
0: before we move out of this, because really that's the scene news, unfortunately, that is the one story of things that have been happening. Let's take a listen to my favorite part of Like a Stone because this is something that always, always spoke to me and I loved this part of the song. It's something that I love singing. It's something that I still love hearing today. So let's take a listen. I always love that, man.
1: Damn. Fucking jam.
0: It really is, man. It really is. So it's a very, very sad time, not only for his family, but all of Chris Cornell's fans around the world. And at least there's plenty of passionate, passionate songs that you can listen to that truly have feeling and emotion in them. It just sucks. And I hope that anyone out there that is having any issues that might be anywhere similar or anywhere even close to what chris was going through that you go out and you get help so that things don't go down the way they did possibly with him and we'll have more on the story as they confirm everything but that's what we have so far
1: yep i agree completely man
0: all right man i know it's kind of weird but that's really all the news we have so let's move on to new songs
1: let's do it So first up, we got Integrity releasing their new song, I Am the Spell. And this is going to be on their newest album, Howling, for the Nightmare Shall Consume. Ooh, super spooky. And then (laughs) that comes out July 14th on Relapse Records. Ian, play this thing.
0: I really like the solo work, man.
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah, I like the solo as well, but the song, not so much.
0: People that you know listen to the show on a regular basis know you're not a hardcore fan.
1: I don't know, man. It's not that I'm not a hardcore fan. It's just, it's got to be really good for me to actually like it. Like, I don't think a decent hardcore song will pass me, and then I'll be like, oh, that was really good. If it's decent, I don't like it. If it's really good, then I like it. Wait, hold on. Say that again. (laughs) The philosophy is weird, man. I know. It's very weird. If there's, let's say, a decent hardcore song to you, because I kind of came up with an algorithm on hardcore things, because this is an ongoing thing that happens every every other episode. We put a hardcore song on. I don't like it. You do. (laughs) Well, why is that? Well, you say it's okay. To me, if if to you it's okay, then to me it's bad. If you like it a lot, then I'm going to like it a lot, because that means it's actually really good. But if it's just decent to you, then it's not good to me. Hmm. I, I know. I know. It's interesting. <laughs> but I guess that's just the way it is. Like To me, that was like garage band rock. <laughs> like, you know, just metal. Like, get your friends together and jam out in the garage. And it's like fun to watch. But that's not the music you're going to be listening to whenever you want to hear music. I don't know. That's the way I look at it.
0: Well, I'll agree with you with one thing is we have talked about on the show before. For me especially, if I'm going to a show... I enjoy hardcore and deathcore when I go out to a show. But I don't find myself listening to that on a regular basis except for this show.
1: Yeah, that's how we both are on that.
0: So that's why we always talk about it a little bit. And whether Jackson likes it or I like it or I don't or Jackson doesn't, whatever it happens to be, you should still check out these bands, especially if you like hardcore because you're most likely going to like these bands. Maybe. Oh, shut up. (laughs)
1: I got to go against what you say, man. I'm sorry.
0: Always. That is true. It's not fun
1: if I disagree with it all.
0: Well, it's your new thing now. True. All right. Let's go on to the next one. Completely different. This is Envy on the Coast with Virginia Girls. The new EP, Ritual, comes out June 30th on Equal Vision Records. Every single time I see that title, I see Vagina Girls. And I don't know why. I really do. I don't know why.
1: That is not where I thought you were going with this.
0: What do you think Vagina I was going <laughs> Dude,
1: I thought it was going to be something with Envy on the Coast and then you are going to say like a so what story. I don't know. Because, you know, we saw them live together, but I did not know you were going to go into, <laughs> yeah, man, Vagina Group.
0: <laughs> I do like Envy on the Coast. I really do. I am glad that they're back doing another EP. It's just still, it's not exactly the full band because really only two of them, I believe, the two main guys. Yeah. But we will have way more to talk about once the CP comes out, but why don't we take a listen?
2: Let's do it. <laughs> Heard The sun never shines every day the same. I should have looked like a cheap cigar. I'm a long it came along long just to play a Never mind, want another, nor Need the bitters just to make the sugar sweet. Listen to my noise, like the bullspeakers. I've brought ties by pursuit your sneakers. This is where I've
0: never tried to fool. All right, Jackson. So, what did you think? This was good.
1: I actually really enjoyed this song. This I, I just really like the way he like uses his voice whenever he sings. Mm-hmm. It's like really like smooth and everything, and like smooth. the way that the instruments match. You know the voice. Like I I just like the whole vibe that I guess the song brings. And then now I like it ten times more, given it the nickname that you gave it.
0: Vagina girls. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love some vagina girls?
1: Exactly. I'll never look at this song again the same.
0: That should be a band name.
1: Vagina girl, yeah,
0: definitely should be all female punk rock <laughs> that's
1: what I would envision, yeah,
0: but yeah, I liked it as well. It's got that confidence and that attitude that envy on the coast always has, and it's got that kind of laid back almost jazzy type sound that r and b kind of jazzy sound as their final full length album had as well, right. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this EP brings. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit more probably on that slower, softer side. But they bring something pretty interesting to the whole you know, indie rock scene, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I think it's always funny because the music kind of matches their band name. Like Envy on the Coast, you know? It's a good name. I agree.
0: So next up, a band I have never heard of before, but I'm going to take more of a listen to. This is... The White Swan with Lions, their upcoming EP, The Whiteout, comes out June 9th. Let's take a listen. I like that, man.
1: Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, too. It's kind of like the same way I felt about Envy on the Coast. I just really like the vibes that this song brings. You know, it's just like it was really nice to listen to. And I really like her voice as well.
0: Yeah, they were very good at setting an atmosphere for their music. Plus, just a side note. This is actually Mercedes Lander's band, and people might know her name from when she was in Kitty. So this kind of keeps the rock thing, but it doesn't sound like they're doing a metal slash alternative rock type style. So we'll see what the rest of the EP brings, but at least for right now, I'm liking the direction they're going.
1: Yeah, same here. And next up, we got a really good one here with Silverstein releasing their new song, Retrograde. And this is going to be on their new album, Dead Reflection. And that comes out July 14th on Rise Records. Ian, play that shit.
0: Jackson, does Silverstein ever have a bad song?
1: No, they don't, to answer your question plain and simple, (laughs) and I don't think they ever will.
0: It's just crazy to me to think that they were a band... That got written off so easily back in the day. And now still, they're coming out every two years, every three years, somewhere around there. With a new album full of original material that is so fucking good and new. They sound like Silverstein because obviously Shane's voice is very telling. You know, it's very recognizable. But wow, man, he's doing the clean and unclean vocals seamlessly. And the band still sounds new and fresh.
1: Like you said, they've been around for just so long and they never seem like that band that's just like on top for some weird reason. But yet every single song they ever release is always consistently good. Super damn catchy. Shane's voice is incredible, especially doing unclean and clean. And then, you know, it's fucking we're like 10 years down the line, however long they've been around. and They're still releasing this, you know, like they still sound almost exactly how they did when they first started but still original. like It's not the same formula that they used to use, but yet they still sound incredible. Like It's mind-blowing.
0: It really is, man. I'm really looking forward to this album.
1: Yeah, and and Ghost is also going to be on the new album, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, so far, we have Ghost and Retrograde that's going to be on this new album.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Next up, we have the newest single from 100th. This is called Suffer. The new album, like we've talked about for a few weeks now, is rare, and it comes out June 16th on Hopeless Records. Let's take a listen. my only worry with this new track is that if you look back to the singles that they've released so far, they're starting to really sound the same.
1: Oh, not to me. Really? Yeah, I was actually even going to say that I like their last track, Youth, better. Like, I can tell the distinctions between the songs, to me. You're not going to like the album then, because I guarantee you it's going to go down the same road.
0: We'll see. I mean, I'm definitely going to listen to the album, and I really do like 100th, but this song just right now Sounds so much like the last single that I am very worried. I don't like to see you worried, man.
1: I I can tell that I'm just going to love this album because I know there's not going to be that much change. You know, from what we hear from the singles, I guarantee you they're not going to surprise us with an old type of 100th song. But I mean, so
0: far, I'm loving every track. Oh, man. Look at Jackson loving some music. Exactly. Is that exactly that? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine.
1: You damn right it is.
0: (laughs) No, it's not. You know what? I am against it. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Just being contrarian. I'm just tired. That's how we got to do it. Sometimes. Sometimes. All right. Why don't you take the next one?
1: Well, Mr. Sir, Sworn In just released a new song called Make It Hurt. Oh, no. Rephrase. They released two new songs. One being Make It Hurt. Another being Don't Look At Me. And this is going to be on their new album, All Smiles, which is releasing June 30th on Fearless Records. Ian, play both of them shits.
0: No. I'm just going to play Make It Hurt. Fine, do whatever you want.
1: (laughs) I can't control you.
0: That is true. Just kidding, here's Don't Look At Me.
1: Aw you bastard.
0: I like both
2: of those.
1: Yeah, I do too. I especially like "Make It Hurt," and I don't. Really, I'm not a huge fan of Sworn, and I've never really liked them before. Mm-hmm. But I can tell I'm really gonna like this new album, and it's cool because they're also signed to Fearless Records now, which is a label that I love. But these two tracks sound very, very promising, and "Make It Hurt" to me was amazing.
0: I agree. I like "Make It Hurt" a little bit more. Yeah. Than "Don't Look at Me," but still, both. Very solid tracks. And yes, I think this makes me way more excited for the new album. Because I got into Sworn In, you know, when I see them live, but not so much in the listening to all the albums front to back. But this album might have gotten me.
1: Yeah, that's the way I feel about it.
0: Next up, we've got Our Last Night with the song Broken Lives. Let's take a listen. I liked hearing the resurgence of some unclean vocals in that track.
1: Yeah, no, me too. And I didn't expect to hear that either.
0: I like the track. Now, I don't have any details if they're putting out a new album or not. Young Lives came out, what, like two years ago? Somewhere around there? Yeah. So it would probably be about time for them to have another album. I think they are working in the studio. I'm sure they are. you know, everything they do is good. So I just like hearing some more uncleans compared to some of the more melodic, cleaner stuff that they've been doing recently.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And and this track, to me, was amazing. So I'm really excited for whatever it is they are working on, especially if it goes down this path. And next up, we got Current releasing their newest song, Apnea. And this is going to be on their newest album, The Place I Feel Safest. And that comes out June 16th. On sharp tone records. Play that shit.
0: Yay or nay, Jackson? I'm giving it a yay. Hooray!
1: <laughs> uh, okay, that was that was too many rhymes. Thought it was really good unclean vocals. I liked the way it was like more on the heavier side, but still had a really good melodic feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know, just like the ambiance that they kind of created in the back was like the real technical guitar sounds throughout the whole song. I was like, damn, this is something that I'm actually going to look forward to. You know, with new current songs, this is the first time I've ever even heard of them.
0: We've talked about them on the show before.
1: Oh, this is the first time I noticed it. I must have not liked it
0: last time. I guess not. But yeah, I like this track as well. And once again, it makes me excited to hear what they've got coming out.
1: Very nice. Me too, man.
0: Next up, we've got the newest single from Wednesday 13. It's called Cruel to You. The new album, Condolences, comes out June 2nd on Nuclear Blast Records. Let's take a listen. Jackson, I just want to hurt you. Dude, these
1: are some stupid lyrics, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. And and to be honest, the song was like kind of catchy, but the fucking lyrics, man, they were so stupid and corny. I'm sorry, man.
0: You're corny. You don't have to apologize to me. You well, have to I apologize you really to like ones that. Well, I
1: hate shitting on a band you like.
0: Oh, no, that's fine. Dude, they had one song that's a little iffy. To me, I guarantee you that this is going to be exactly like Loud for you. You're going to listen to the entire Wednesday 13 album Condolences when it comes out and you're going to say, "You know what? That song really grew on me." That's what's going to happen.
1: Oh, not this one, man. No, I can those lyrics, I don't think I could ever get past that.
0: We'll see, but you said the I same like thing.
1: like it. Yeah, you said I the like same it. thing
0: about Wait, Loud.
1: I did, but man, this is even worse.
0: We'll see, man. Look, I they always like it. They always have some type of random humorous song.
1: Well, I don't like it.
0: <laughs> I'm glad that you're being honest.
1: That's how it is, man.
0: That is indeed how it is. I think this album's going to be great. We've liked all the singles up until this one as well. Like, I like this. I understand where you're coming from, but I know the band enough to know that they do things like this from time to time. Like, if you listen to their song, I think it's like, fuck it or fuck or something like that. It's just a goofy song. And they tend to do that from time to time. So this happens to be it. Mm, well, I could do without it. So negative. Well, man, I'm sorry. I don't think you are. I don't think you are.
1: You don't ever believe me. I don't. Ouch. I was just joking. I didn't know you were serious. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And next up, we got Miss May I releasing their newest song, Swallow Your Teeth. And this is going to be another single on their brand new album, Shadows Inside. That's coming out June 2nd on Sharp Tone Records. Ian, take it away.
0: I love it. It's Miss Maya. (laughs) We do say that every time.
1: But it's like, you know, I, I feel like it's kind of the same thing, like how we were talking about Silverstein. It's like, I can't point out a Miss Maya song that I don't like either. And they also evolve every new album. And I just like it every single time. So it's like, I kind of expect this from them. I don't think they can do wrong unless they like completely switch directions and fuck it all up. But I don't see them doing that.
0: True, true. No, I think we're going to really like the album when it comes out. Oh, for sure. Next up, we've got Vanish Heaven Sent slash Hellbound. The EP from Sleep to Wolves comes out July 21st on Outer Loop Records. We're going to take a listen right now. I really, really like that man.
1: Yeah, me too. This is this is like right up our alley on the songs that we <laughs> usually tend to like.
0: Yeah, man, it's Chiodos meets Pierce the Veil. Vale.
1: Exactly. I, I don't think you could have mixed up <laughs> any two bands better than that. I, and to me, I think my favorite part was the fucking uh, the keyboard. Like oh, I don't so. know why it's just so nice.
0: No, it's true. Very, very reminiscent of old school Chiodos. So. We'll see where they take it for the rest of the album, but I am really, really interested in this.
1: Oh yeah, man, me too. So Across the Atlantic released their new song, 24 Hours, and they are a newly signed band to Shark Tone Records. So Ian, would you please do me a favor and just let everyone hear this?
0: You got it, man. Just for you.
1: Oh, just for me, man. That warms my heart.
2: I'm the ghost of your transgressions, the cracks in some pavement, the phrase before the stamp.
0: sounds to me like an aggressive easy core band
1: yeah you can definitely see the mix of like metal core and punk in there for sure and honestly when i first heard the song that's the route that i thought it was going down just like a punk aggressive kind of sound mm-hmm. and then i heard the unclean and i was like oh shit it's actually fucking you know a mix but i like it though it actually came out really good
0: yeah they have a little bit of a, a day to remember vibe going too
1: yeah that that's what i felt so Idola has released their newest song and this one's called The Abstract of a Planet in Resolve. And this is also gonna be on their album To Speak to Listen. This is coming out June 2nd on Blue Swan Records. Ian, please play
2: this.
0: Another good track by them.
1: Yeah, man. This is just, they're they are going down some really good music, and I'm really digging it so far. This is really getting me excited for their album.
0: I just found out that they are the opener for Hail the Sun and Capsize. Oh, shit. Yep. So I am going to see them, like, down the street from my apartment.
1: Sweet.
0: Yep. Who, who is
1: it? Hail the Sun and Capsize?
0: Hail the Sun and Capsize, yes.
1: Damn, that's going to be really good.
0: Yeah, hopefully I'll be able to say hey to Daniel as well. Yeah, man, that'd be sick.: And obviously, I will be able to talk about it on the show too. <laughs> of course. So last up, now we've had a lot of tracks tonight, and I think all of them have been fairly good, but I got my favorite here. This, Ooh yeah. This is the brand new Scarlet O'Hara. After years and years of being apart, they have brought back the Brodeo in <laughs> Welcome back to the Brodeo. So let's take a listen. Fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I think I'm going to hop on the train too and say, yeah, this is probably my favorite new track as well.
0: I'm glad, man. Have you listened to Lost in Existence yet? I have not, man. Do yourself a favor. Listen to that album that Scarlett O'Hara put out called Lost in Existence. Believe me, you're going to love it. And this track just continues onto that album, even though they've been gone for so long. And it's just crazy that they were able to capture exactly what they were doing back then right now. So I am just very, very excited. I didn't see any other announcements for an EP or a full length. I'm not exactly sure what they're doing. I'm just happy that they are back and putting out music like that. Because that's that old school metalcore with a little bit of electronics in it. And it just has (laughs) that feeling like you're back in late 2000s. You know what I mean?
1: I'm actually really excited to hear that, too, man. And I'm glad you're hyping it up as much as you are, because if you weren't, I probably wouldn't check it out.
0: Well, I've hyped it up for a long time since I found out that they were getting back together, but there's always that thing in the back of your head to see, wait a second, are they going to try and sound different? Are they going to go back to what they were? Is it going to be a carbon copy? And I think they really, really tread that line very well and did a good balance of not making it stale, but then also making it fresh. I was rocking out to that song over and over again.
1: Well, fuck man, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> we will hopefully find out soon what they're going to be doing in the future, but if this is any indication of what they're going to be doing, I'm going to like it.
1: Well, oh, I'm sure it is, man.
0: All right, Jackson. We are done with new songs. We didn't have any concerts this week. I know it's weird. I think we go to concerts every single week, but there was literally nothing happening. So, I know in the future I have real friends coming up. Oh, nice. Do you have anything coming up, man?
1: As of right now, I can't think of anything.
0: People know we go to shows all the time, so things will come up. Done with new songs, done with talking about tours. Like I said, everyone, this is probably going to be like one of our shortest episodes, just the way things happen from time to time. But, Jackson, it is time for our normally favorite part of the show.
1: (laughs) I like you carefully announce what we're about to go to, but yeah, let's do it.
0: Let's get to reviews. Jackson, it is review time. This is, once again, another weird week. There's some stuff we like, and there's some stuff we don't really care about whatsoever. So, first up, we've got Fire From The Gods, Narrative Retold on Rise Records. So, Jackson, first thing we want to let everyone know, this is literally just a re-release. And the album came out in August 2016, so it's not even a full year. And they're re-releasing with three new tracks.
1: Yeah, and that's really all this is. And one of them is an, an acoustic of like probably their best song, which is, excuse me, so it's technically only
0: two new tracks. Good point, sir. And yeah, I was not a fan of that acoustic track.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't need to be acoustic. I don't like it when bands think that they should just get their best song or just make an acoustic song because they know that other bands have success on it. Like, that's... If it's not your thing, you don't need to go do it,
0: you know? Nope, I totally agree. And then they had The Voiceless and The Taste were the other two tracks. And I did like both of them. I like Fire From The Gods because of the guy that sounds like Lejean Witherspoon from Seven Dust. Right. But what I will note, because we're going to move on because there's really not much to talk about on this, I don't like that a band re-releases an album, especially within the first year, but then also... What I didn't like and I don't know if you noticed this or not, Jackson, but those two tracks I just mentioned they put at the beginning of the album and not at the end.
1: I was actually just noticing that now because I'm looking at I'm looking at it on my phone right now, mm-hmm. and then I was trying to like tell which one exactly was the last song of the old one, and then see the last two songs on that to see which are the newer ones, and then I see that they put them up top, and it's like, wait, what? like you know, usually re-releases don't go that way at right.
0: least, and here's the deal and Maybe once again, Jackson, maybe I'm being pessimistic. But what I think that means is they're trying to fool people into buying the album again. So a novice will go, oh, I liked narrative. And then pick up the album and go, what's different? And they see the first two tracks as being a completely different name that they don't recognize. So they're like, oh, this must be some completely new album. And I think that's bullshit because if it was done purposely like that, no one should buy this, and I will be very, very disappointed and never buy any of their stuff from now on.
1: Yeah, it does have the makings of a cash grab type of scheme because usually whenever, first of all, they're usually called deluxe editions, at least, in parentheses next to the album. Whenever bands do do this, this has nothing like that. It's a right. different album cover, and it says narrative retold. So if, let's say you're just getting into fire, or let's say you like would casually listen to them, like you were saying. Mm-hmm you're going to think this is a brand new thing, and it's not.
0: No, I totally agree. And the other thing, too, is I even gave him a shadow of a doubt. I was like, okay, maybe narrative retold means here's three new tracks, and then the rest of the album is actually done differently, maybe, and Mm. whether that means acoustic or it means something else, fine. But no, it's the exact same album, just with those two new tracks at the beginning and the acoustic track at the end. So, Since they did this completely differently than most other bands do, as we're going to talk about in a second, I am a little bit disappointed that I think they're trying to just take people's money with, like, a false pretense.
1: Yeah, and it's not a bad thing for you to think like that. Because it is what it looks like. I mean, there's no other way of saying it nicely. Most bands come at this, you know, in a completely different way than this. And it's in the way that everyone does it. You know what I mean? Like, there's like a unwritten rule kind of on how to release you know the same album but with extra songs this should have been called a deluxe edition
0: nope i totally agree so i guess man let's just move on because i don't really want to give them any more time
1: (laughs) damn what if they weren't trying to do a cash grab
0: it's still kind of shitty no matter what
1: you're right it was it was executed poorly how about that i agree with that speaking of deluxe editions well actually speaking of re release deluxe editions whatever people want to call it now Blink-182 released California Deluxe Edition on BMG Records. And mm-hmm. this is, I mean, me and Ian have been going over this for the past couple of weeks. This isn't just a Deluxe Edition. This is basically a California Part 2. I don't know. This is, I think, 10 or 12 extra tracks, Ian?
0: Yeah, I believe so. There are now 28 tracks on this album.
1: Damn. And, and they are not bullshit. I mean, yeah, there's an A acoustic. couple of
0: them are. No, a couple of them are those quick Blink-182 ones where they say like one line, that does happen.
1: It was one or two of them. Yeah, I know for like sure two. it's the one that uh, called Can't Get You Anymore Pregnant.
0: Yes. Like that. <laughs> it's a great name for a fucking track, that's for sure. For sure. It is almost like getting another blink Two album, which is very nice. And I would say, in general, it's a good Blink album. You know, I didn't hate anything here. I liked it. Like, I don't know what else to say to it, really, because these tracks that they're putting out aren't much different than the original tracks that were in California. It was just like, oh, they made them, and maybe at the first time, they were like, ah, we don't really like the flow that they have with the album, whatever it happened to be, let's put it out for the deluxe. And they're actually giving the fans a lot extra, so I would recommend this if you're a Blink fan.
1: Yeah, for sure, and I enjoyed mostly every track as well. And then it kind of also made me retouch the whole album, which is something that I didn't think I was actually going to do because... Like, I liked the album when it first came out, but I found myself, you know, after about a month or two later, not, you know, going back to it for some reason. And now it's caused me to do that. And, you know, that's pretty cool because it's kind of like finding new music again.
0: That is good. So if you're a Blink fan, you're going to like it. I don't know if it'll bring newer people into the mix, but if you like California, you're going to like the extra tracks as well. For sure. Next up, we have Oceano with Revelation On Sumerian Records. For people that don't know, they are a deathcore/slash death metal band. So once again, (laughs) there's really not much (laughs) for Jackson and I to say for this. Great work with the instruments. The drumming is on point, like it always is. It's just once again, I can't get into these vocals. Like it's fun to see a band like this live, but I didn't hear anything really different throughout this entire album.
1: Yeah, man, that's exactly the same way I feel. It's fun to see live, but it's not fun to listen to on your own. At least not for me. But I mean, because like I would hate to just say, oh, man, going into this and saying this is a bad album, because I don't think I'm in the spot where I can say this is a bad album because I really just don't like this kind of metal, you know, so I don't want to just shit on an album that I really just don't even like the whole genre of. So sure, that's basically just my take on it.
0: Yeah, no, I got you. It's the same. Like I said, they're talented. You can hear the great work with the instruments and everything. It's just that's not my style of vocals for the whole entire time. And I really didn't hear much of a change. So if I saw them live, I'm sure I would enjoy it. But just listening, you know, straight through the record and everything, it just didn't have it for me.
1: Yep. That's exactly how I feel.
0: So next up, we have (laughs) Papa Roach, Crooked Teeth on 11.7 Music. Jackson, what did you think?
1: Man, I'm going to step very carefully here because I know whatever I say you're just going to make fun of me for. Yep. Mhm. I know you already just have your guns just aiming at me right now. Oh, sure. But I'm going to say that I like this album, man. I <laughs> thought it was pretty good. It was different. It was refreshing to me, and it was really damn catchy. And I just enjoyed the shit out of it, man. I liked when they did the None of the Above song or it's like a totally different take on how they are. I mean, I just loved... Man, I'm going to go with about 70 to 80% of this album, I guess.
0: Wow, that is a lot. To you? No, to anyone, <laughs> that's a lot. I did not like this album, obviously. There obviously. were a couple of tracks that I thought were passable for it. I just don't like that they went back to the whole rapping thing. Like They were doing so well with just pure alt-rock that I don't know why they would change and go back again.
1: I think with me is that I liked when they rapped, not like just because of the rapping, but I liked the mix. Like that's to me what separated Papa Roach from everyone else. When they're doing alt rock, it's like, okay, now you're, you know, I mean, it's still good because I really liked their previous album, Fear. But I think I would prefer this more because it sounds just more like Papa Roach to me. And like, this is what I want to hear when I say, all right, I feel like listening to Papa Roach. So I'm going to get this from it, not just another alt rock band. You know what I mean?
0: I always thought they did a good spin on Alt Rock. Like I thought they made radio rock more tolerable. But hey look, we all have different tastes and you like rap rock. So that's fine.
1: Man, you're you're a lot more nicer about this than I thought you were gonna be.
0: <laughs> no, I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't feel like ripping you apart for it. Oh, we
1: need to start doing more late shows then because I was <laughs> like I like I have my back straight up right now, just like, oh shit, here it comes.
0: I mean, it's Papa Roach, it's Radio Rock, and now it's Radio Rock Rap, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and also, for people that want the Deluxe Edition or something, which is available as well, they have a bunch of live tracks, so you can hear Scars and Infest and Last Resort and all that shit. You can hear it all live. Do you like Last Resort? Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't
1: I? Well, because it's got rap in it, so Well, I, I did like that you wouldn't like
0: it. You are mistaken, sir. Because then you would be like, oh, I guess I don't like that Kingdom of Giants song that has a rapping part in it. But I do. It's just I don't like when Papa Roach raps in a regular album. Like I didn't like that whole second album. Right. I liked the first one, and then they overdid it with the rapping in the second one. And then they stopped doing it, and they started doing darker radio rock for a while. And then now they're back to adding in the rapping stuff again, and that's what I don't like.
1: I think I've liked them through all of it. Because I liked when they started, when it was like overly saturated rap. I still liked it then. I liked Paramore Sessions when they were doing like songs like To Be Loved, when it was like the darker kind of fast-paced rock. I mean, I guess you could call it radio rock because it kind of was. Yeah, it is. But to me, it was good. And then I still like this. So I think I've liked every Papa Roach phase the same.
0: Well, I'm going to go ahead and play a track. The one track that I actually kind of liked, and that was Ricochet. So, yeah, man, I like the straight-up rock, but for the rest of the album, I can't recommend this to people because it's just old Papa Roach. Well,
1: you can't recommend it. <laughs> I recommend it. So I'm recommending it, everyone. Go check it out.
0: Oof, man. We should not be making that recommendation on this show.
1: Oh, fuck off. They'll be fine.
0: Ugh, it's pretty awful.
1: And next up, we got tiger's jaw releasing their newest album spin and this is on black cement records ian what did you think of this beautiful elegant album
0: well you took the words right out of my mouth (laughs) no look i'm fine with it it's emo indie rock you know a little hipstery from time to time it's (laughs) only two people which i always give credit towards but it's just not my type of music It just really isn't. It's, like I said, emo indie rock, and they do a good job, but I don't have anything really great. Like, I I wouldn't go back and listen to this album.
1: I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. And, you know, from time to time, I actually do catch myself listening to this kind of music, you know, like This Wildlife and, you know, kind of those indie duo bands. And, like, you know, I I can understand it. I guess I get that music, the, you know, moods that I go through. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put this on for now. No, it's not like, like, oh, my God, I'm sad. so I want to hear this now. But it's like sometimes like, you know, driving home late at night or whatever. This is the kind of music that I'll catch myself listening to. So this album was actually pretty good. And I've I've been listening to the Tiger Jaw for a while now. And I thought they were always one of those okay kind of bands. And I think this is a really big up from their previous work. So, I mean, if you like singer, songwriter, duo type music, then I recommend this to you.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. And let's take a quick listen. I think out of the entire album, I think Escape Plan was kind of a good way of showing people it. So let's listen. That would put me to sleep.
1: <laughs> For real?
0: Yeah, man. I can't stand that. I would never be able to go to a show. It's the same as when I left Wildlife because I was like, this bores the shit out of me.
1: Oh, man. Not me, man. This, I, It's really enjoying to listen to to me. On sometimes. You know, sometimes I feel like listening to some fast-paced, heavy-in-your-face shit. Sometimes I feel, like listening to, I feel like listening to rap music. And sometimes I feel like listening to this. Go I ahead. Guess so. Say what you got to say.
0: No, I just, your tastes are so different from mine.
1: Yes, yes, they are. No, actually, you know what? I don't agree with that. I think I like more stuff than you do. That's not a good thing. Well, I don't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't live for you. You don't? Unfortunately, I don't. (laughs) That's crazy. That is crazy. When it comes to our music, though, we usually agree on it. Yeah, we do. But sometimes, you know, not to get existential here or anything, but I was thinking about the show in general, And thinking about the albums that we review sometimes. And it's like, we probably shouldn't even be reviewing this album. Like, we shouldn't be reviewing Papa Roach. We shouldn't be reviewing a lot of the stuff that we do. Because really, we're supposed to be the heavier show. You know what I mean? We're not Alternative Press. You know what I mean? Like, Alternative Press is the place that would be like, oh, they should win Best Singer Duo, you know, for the year. I don't know. This type of music doesn't speak to me. So sometimes I question why we even talk about it.
1: No, it, it's true. It's a it's an identity crisis.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I like our show to be a heavy show. Like sometimes I wonder if people are listening. They're like, they're supposed to be talking about metalcore and deathcore and stuff. And then all of a sudden they're reviewing Papa Roach and there, like non-ironically. We literally listened to the entire Papa Roach album and you enjoyed yeah. it. You see what I mean? And we're going to talk about one at the end of this as well that we listened to non-ironically and we're going to talk about it (laughs) so it's just one of those things i mean you know maybe the listeners out there can tell us what they like do they like hearing about these bands that they might not come across or should we be sticking to the heavier stuff
1: i got you and that would actually be some really good feedback from the fans to really know you know if this is one of those things that they kind of just tone out to tune out yeah
0: tone out to no not tone out to tune out no why Tune you're, out
1: is like if you like just stop listening.
0: You're saying tone out. Yeah. No, tune T-U-N-E, not T-O-N-E. Why not? That's like throwing in a word that means nothing. That means different things and expecting it to mean something else. It's not tone out. It's tune out.
1: Mm, I, well, like tune out means that you just completely stop listening to it. I think like toning out is like
0: toning out isn't a just, thing. Like, it kind of no. Just like <laughs> no, 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 toning out's not a thing tuning out. To tune out means to stop listening or paying attention to whatever you're talking about. I gotcha. Which is probably what people listening to the show have done.
1: Yeah, I would have by now.
0: <laughs> But Jackson, you have to learn. I have to point these things out.
1: Well, thank you for teaching me so much, Grandmaster
0: Ian. No problem, buddy. Let's move on to the next one. We've got Dead Throne to Hell and Back EP. This is an independent release They are a melodic metalcore band from Manchester, UK. Hopefully not Man U or Man City fans. We can only hope. Oh, yes. But this is their debut EP, and I liked it. I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was a good mix of cleans and uncleans. It's melodic. It's interesting. But there's really not that much to go into because it's an EP, and they aren't really, once again, changing the mold of what melodic metalcore would be.
1: See, for me, on the other hand, I liked every part of the album that didn't have this guy's unclean vocals in it. Too rough. It kind of just sounds like anybody screaming, I think.
0: Why don't we play a track, let's play This Isn't Over Yet, and we'll let people kind of decide. I don't know, man. I like that a lot. Well, I did
1: too, just not the unclean vocals.
0: Was there anything specific in the unclean vocals that you didn't like?
1: Man, I don't know. It just it just didn't sound appealing to me. It's it's not the kind of unclean vocals I like. I guess it was just man. I you know if the guys listening, I I, I think I would come off as like a dig, but it like kind yes. of just sounded like unprofessional to me.
0: Really, the wow. way the
1: unclean vocals were.
0: I'm super surprised. I don't know. I really like this EP. The only thing I was saying about it was they didn't break the mold anywhere, but I think it's a very well done EP.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. There's no other way to put it. Like, I liked literally everything else about it except the unclean vocals. Like, even the breakdowns and everything, just like, I feel like if it was a different unclean vocalist, it would make this EP stand out 10 times more.
0: Hopefully, everyone out there can check this out and let us know what you think. I was completely fine with it, but Jackson, I understand. Maybe it's just something you heard compared to what I heard. So once again, that's Dead Throne to Hell and Back EP, and this is an independent release.
1: And next up, we got Fame on Fire releasing another EP. This one's called Transitions, and this is a self-released. Tell me what you think about this.
0: Well, I thought this was their debut EP, but maybe I'm wrong. I think, if I'm not mistaken this band is the band that a lot of people know for their cover songs. Mm. So I think that the reason why this is called transitions is because this is really their first like step in a direction of making their own music and not covering other people.
1: That does make sense.
0: (laughs) Why don't we go ahead and listen to one of the tracks? Did you have a particular one?
1: I think my favorite one was probably another one. I, I just really liked the way they like use their instruments. It's, to me, it's awesome, and I think the clean vocals really, really stand out to me on this EP.
0: All right. This album is very, very poppy.
1: Yeah, it it definitely is. And, you know, but it was just something about it. It felt a little different to me than other kind of, you know, bands that go in the more popular direction. You know
0: what I mean? A little bit. I mean, it definitely has the like, quote unquote, heavy guitars, like an easy core type Mm -hmm. guitar rhythm. And, you know, like the tuning and all that kind of stuff is very similar to that. But everything is pretty poppy. I think they have some unclean vocals every once in a while, but it's pretty few and far between.
1: Yes, yes, sir, it is. But I feel like this is what set it off would sound like if they were good.
0: I had to. Well, if people want to check it out, it's Fame on Fire, Transitions EP. And this is once again an independent release. Next up, we've got Kings with Never Alone and another independent release. Jackson, what do you think?
1: This, I really, really enjoyed. I like every new song that I was hearing, just one by one. It just, each one just stood out to me in different ways. And it was just, re- you know, they had a really lot of catchy, you know, clean vocal parts, but at the same time, they really, really knew how to keep it heavy, but mm-hmm. interesting, not just like a generic kind of heavy. You know what I mean?
0: I agree. I like this as well. They're a metalcore slash post hardcore band, maybe a little bit more on the post hardcore mm-hmm. side. I really like this. I think this is their debut album as well. The only issue I have is there are so many bands with the name Kings, so it's very difficult to find them and their particular music, but if you do, it's definitely worth taking a listen. So Jackson, what track would you like to hear?
1: Stone Cold, man. Come on. (laughs)
0: a really fun album man
1: yeah i completely agree man i mean and from beginning to end too i just i couldn't even pick out a bad track to be honest with you
0: no i totally agree i'm a big fan of the mix of the cleans and uncleans as i often am and yeah mm-hmm. i just really enjoyed it i think everyone should take a listen to this
1: i definitely recommend it as well
0: so once again that's kings with never alone and once again it's an independent release we have a lot of those today
1: and next up, we got another good one with Wither Away releasing their EP, The Words We Live By, The Actions We Don't. And this is an EP off of Dreambound Music. Ian, what did you think?
0: They are a rock slash post-hardcore band. It's a good EP, that's for sure. And I thought one of the interesting things, I don't know if you know this, but Ricky Armolino is the manager of this band. Oh, shit. Cool. So for anyone that doesn't know, Ricky is the lead vocalist for This of the Apocalypse, and then he's been on every single metalcore album (laughs) that's been coming out in the last like (laughs) two years with featured roles and everything. He always does a great job.
1: Yeah, especially the ones that we like.
0: Yeah, like Famous Last Words and things like that. Mm -hmm. Kingdom of Giants, too. Dude, he's fucking
1: everywhere.
0: Just not on the new album on the previous one. But yeah, he's all over the place, so that's very cool. And yeah, I very much enjoyed this EP as well.
1: Yeah, i definitely recommend this to anybody. And it really is a good, refreshing take on post-hardcore metalcore.
0: Is there a track that you would like to play?
1: Probably Sheikah, or Sheik. That's how you would say it, right?
0: Maybe. It's the first track of the EP, right? Yeah. Here we go. Definitely good stuff. For sure. So once again, that's Wither Away, The Words We Live By, The Actions We Don't. It's an EP and it's from Dreambound Music. Jackson, I don't think this is going to be a long conversation.
1: Oh, God.
0: But we did want to end with an album that I knew we were going to listen to, but we weren't really going to promote or do anything for it. So we listened to the brand new Linkin Park album. Jackson, what did you think?
1: I'm going to start off by saying that when I found it on iTunes, this thing... And so, just so people know, it's not just us. When I got on iTunes, this bad boy had a two and a half star rating. I can't remember the last time I saw a rating that low on iTunes. Even, like, the <laughs> worst of stuff at least gets a three and a half. Like, I've never seen it this low, so I thought that was really funny because it's not just us. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, we weren't going out of our way to hate it, especially the reason why we listened to it was to see is there really anything to what they're saying you know what i mean does do these tracks actually end up being heavier are they really still a rock band and after listening to this they just aren't
1: yeah no there is absolutely no rock influences in this album at all in any song it, it's no it's awful and yes. it really is fucked up and you can't say that we didn't try either because we reviewed every single um, you know, single that they released. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Did we not?
0: I think we missed one.
1: It's, it's a one too many, man. We
0: didn't have to <laughs> do any <of> them. <laughs> No, it's very true. Yeah, you would hope that they would still be in the scene, right? But they're just simply not. There's no rock in this whatsoever. It is all straight pop, and even then, it's not even good pop. Like there was nothing in these tracks that would make you want to listen. Like. You can go back to Hybrid Theory and Meteora, and those are great albums, but you can find some very, very poppy songs in those. Like, In the End and stuff is a very, very poppy track. And it was funny, I was watching Mike Shinoda do this thing for, like, Rock Sound or something where he was watching teenagers listening to the new Lincoln park and then listening to old Lincoln park and then talking about it. And I'm sure that they filtered it and they censored it so that he only saw certain ones. And he didn't see all the people saying like, where'd the talent go And, and why don't they play their musical instruments and all that kind of stuff. But he was taking it in good stride. Like he was like, Oh, that's funny. Like, people don't understand that when they hear heavy live, there's so much more guitar and it's actually a heavier track. And it's just simply not true. I don't even know where he was the entire album because it sounded just like Chester the entire time trying to sing.
1: Yeah. And you're right about that. And even if it is true, yeah. Okay. They use more instruments live. That doesn't matter. Not everyone gets to go get the luxury of seeing Linkin Park live they don't need to go see them live to get like an extra you know something out of the music no if you're not even good on my phone when I'm listening to you by myself then what makes you think that I'm gonna go give a shit and actually pay money to go see you live okay yeah you're using more instruments live cool but guess what you're still playing the same shitty music (laughs) that I didn't like in the first place
0: right and that's how I feel too I can't imagine how they even fit those tracks into a live set Like, how do they play any of those songs live?
1: Oh, man, dude. I don't know how you would do it. And I really hope that they learn from this. Because it is very hard to find good things about the album as a whole. I think whenever Heavy came out, but it was still pretty positive. But I think when people found out that this is, like, officially how they're going to do things, that's when people are like, whoa, wait a second. I thought this was just, like, a one-time experimental thing. And it's just fucking awful. And... And this is coming from me who likes poppy shit. Yes,
0: you do. You like, know this.
1: You make fun of me for this. Yes.
0: I texted you after I listened to it. I was like, oh, well, you like the new Paramore, so you're going to love the new Lincoln Park.
1: Right. And and I don't like think that that's wrong that you would think that because this is a pop album. But even to a person who listens to that music sometimes, this is absolute garbage. There's even <laughs> a country song in this thing, dude.
0: Yeah. At the end, it's like this weird country rock song or something, but without the rock. If they had put in guitars, maybe it might have worked. But it's still, it's just terrible lyrics. It's terrible everything. There's really nothing good you can say about this album.
1: Yeah, there really isn't. And and trust me, we do not enjoy no. shitting on this album. I would much rather be telling you about how much I love a new Linkin Park album. But right. it's not going to happen with this thing.
0: Now, they should be ashamed of themselves.
1: Yeah, I, I think they're going to learn. No, no, no. Actually, you know what? I don't think they're, gonna no, learn, they're not going to learn. But I hope they do.
0: I hope they do too, but they're not going to, and they're still going to sell out shows, and people do like this. I don't know how it's possible, but there are people that do like this shit, so they're going to go say, Look, it's just like I watched Fall Out Boy perform that new fucking terrible, terrible track on one of the late night shows or whatever, and I was like, let me give it a chance because they actually have their instruments strapped to them. So maybe they make the track sound different when it's live compared to, you know, when it's just the regular track. I couldn't get through it. That song is so, now that's worse than Linkin Park. I would rather listen to Linkin Park than listen to New Fall Out Boy. But it's just one of those things where it doesn't matter how many times you say, oh, but when you see it live, it's going to sound different. It's still bad music.
1: Yeah, it has to go together. If you're going to like it on your phone or however it is you're listening to it, then you're going to like it live. If you're going to like it live, then for sure you're going to like listening to it by yourself as well. And that's never how it works. I can't think of one band that I enjoy live that I don't enjoy listening to by myself. Or like a band that I listen to by myself but don't enjoy seeing them live. You know what I mean?
0: Sure. They're just making bad music. So you can call us haters. You know, the white knights for fucking Linkin Park can come out of the woodwork <laughs> and talk about that shit the same way they do for Fall Out Boy and stuff. This is just bad music music no matter what they want to say you know move the fuck on we've done that we moved on a long time ago we're giving you the shadow of a doubt because you used to have talent you don't anymore and you're not worth the time
1: yep i agree man it doesn't matter what genre this is this is just bad
0: music there you go lincoln park we moved the fuck on and hopefully you lost a ton of money on this
1: oh dude i guarantee it happened
0: i can only hope so (laughs) fuck them don't listen to this album Or listen to it just so you can see how bad it is. That's fine. Like Do that too. Just don't pay for it. Don't pay for it. Go listen on Spotify or whatever. Just don't pay for it because you are going to be let down. For sure. And there's really nothing funny to say. It's just, it sucks. What a
1: great, happy way to end album reviews, Ian.
0: I know. I know. We left it for the end.
1: (laughs) Just awesome.
0: (laughs) Well, look. Let's tell everyone what we might be talking about next week. May 26th, there's a bunch of bands with stuff coming out. We got At the Wayside. We've got the deluxe edition of Aggressive from Bear Tooth. Breakaway, Create to Inspire, Houses versus Hurricane, In Hearts Wake, Joy in Motion, Patent Pending, and then a bunch of other stuff. So we're going to go through it. We're going to see what we want to talk about and what we don't. Unfortunately, I don't think this is going to light anything on fire for us. But (laughs)
2: for sure,
0: June 2nd, though, has a lot of stuff so we can hold out hope. I want to start talking like we had some good stuff this week, but I want something to really hit us again. Like, I really like talking (laughs) about albums that I love.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Whenever we had the Motionless and Wide Kingdom of Giants album, that was a good one. But we haven't had something like that in a while.
0: Well, that was two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, so it's been two (laughs) weeks since we've gotten something good.
0: And it's been too long, Jackson. You're absolutely right. Soon, soon.
1: June and July looks really promising, I think.
0: I hope so, man. I absolutely hope so. We want to spread good music to people.
1: Yeah, man. It's it's funny because like we have to hear all these songs so that we can tell everybody how good or bad it is. Trust me, we would much rather be listening to good music and then saying how good it is instead of hearing bad music and telling everyone how bad it is.
0: Very, very true, man. Very true. All right, guys. We are all set with that. So, Jackson, it is time for a breakdown from the past.
1: Hell
2: yeah. Do you think we're going to kiss your ass since you a, a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take yourself right, just pose wanna be writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, David! Shove it up your
0: ass! So we do that, Einstein! Jackson, is this the first week of your new bit?
1: Yes, yes it is. It is going into full effect starting <laughs> now.
0: Reggie and... No Oh Jackson Alright fine
1: I'm not working with your bit
0: I guess not Because that was really funny Jackson (laughs) What is your Breakdown from the past this week?
1: Oh shit I'm not even gonna lie My fucking heart is racing (laughs) (laughs) Okay here we go My breakdown from the past is As blood runs black
0: I don't believe we have done them Well done Jackson Yeah
1: (gasps) Oh shit Whenever you did that pause, that's how you do it. Either if I was right or (laughs) wrong, you still always do the pause. So I'm just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Here it goes. It's like you're opening the letter. And it's like, and the winner is. But anyway.
0: Yeah, Jackson. Woo.
1: Can we do that every time I get one?
0: Yeah, so that'll probably be the last time we play it. Uh, Oh. All right, buddy. Go ahead.
1: Well, I'm going to start off by saying my song that I want everyone to hear is My Fears Have Become Phobias. I know I usually don't like deathcore, heavy metal type bands, but... Whenever I was a little young this was like that rebellious, like this is the shit that I want to hear because I'm pissed or whatever. So I would put this kind of music on and this was usually my go to band. So, Ian, spread this. <laughs> bad oh shit don't make me blush
0: (laughs) (laughs) look a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while
1: thank you i'll take it (laughs) as a compliment this time
0: very nice man what's the name of the band again
1: as blood runs black
0: and how many albums or eps do they have
1: fuck you know what i don't know i didn't do the research i was just so excited that i might have a a band for breakdown from the past this time
0: So if I'm not mistaken, they had three albums. But I do have a question for you, Jackson, because this is a little iffy here. Their last album was in 2014. Are they actually yep. broken up? Yes. Okay. Just had to check. But yes, it looked like three full-length albums.
1: How dare you? You
0: questioning me? Yes, all I the time. I finally get something right? <laughs> it would be not smart of me to not question you.
1: Wow. You know what? I'll let it slide because when it comes to the breakdown from the past, I'll give you this one. Let's just put it like that.
0: Thank you so much, Jackson.
1: Oh, of course. You're so very welcome.
0: So my breakdown from the past is a band called Guns Like Girls. Have you ever heard of them?
1: I have not, and it doesn't sound as good as mine.
0: Yeah, just wait till you hear them. <laughs> so this is a band from like 2006 or so. They had one EP. It was like eight songs, and it's called The Octopus in the Igloo, which oh is my a gosh. great title for sure.
1: <laughs> Say it again.
0: The octopus in the igloo. In the igloo. Gotcha. All right, cool. And I'm going to play a track called Hand Control.
1: Okay. A yay. I liked it. Hooray. Yay. You know what? You can give yourself the happy bumper too, man. woo I think everybody deserves that. Never mind.
0: Jackson, that is a good breakdown from the past segment. But guess what? That means we're all done with the show. Ah, shit. Let's take it away. Like Tom Hanks said, do that thing you do.
1: Yes, sir. Everybody, thank you so much. Whether you like Linkin Park, (laughs) whether you like good music, thank you so much for tuning in every week and checking us out. Again, just like every week, I love you all. Ian, take it away.
0: Thank you, Jackson. Once again, it's the same stuff. I should just record this and put it so we don't have to deal with it every time. But in order to help out Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies, you can follow all the links in the description of this episode. Follow us across the board, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything we've got, it does help us out a lot as well as going to iTunes or really any of the other subscription-based services and rating us whatever good rating they have on Apple Music and iTunes. It's five stars. Do something like that. Leave a comment. We have plenty of stuff coming up. It's been a weird transition recently through a lot of things that Jackson and I are going through. Same with Kelly. So it's just one of those things where we have new stuff coming to the show. We're just not ready to unveil everything yet. I'm also working on getting some great new guests for Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition. I know it's weird. There's kind of like a lull where it's been like three weeks and I never go that long without having a band on the show. But I'm looking for the best I'm looking for the stuff that we love and that you're going to love as well. So stay tuned because I got some really cool things in the works for sure. I know you're going to love it. So thank you once again, everyone, for listening. I know today's show was a little bit weirder because Jackson and I are both ridiculously tired and we're doing this very late, but we wanted to make sure that we got a show out there for you. So, Jackson, do you have any final words for everyone?
1: I love everybody.
0: And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.